help wanted. Seeking the perfect Christian must always be joyful, must always be happy with a smile on your face, must never have any type of issues, must never be angry, must always be perfect, must show up for every church function, must tithe and give perfectly, seeking the perfect Christian. Hi, and welcome to the Invest in Me podcast series. My name is Marlo, and I am your hostess. Welcome. So what would you do if you read a help-wanted ad, such as the one I just read? Would you apply? You know, I found this uh, writing from several years back, many years back, when I was teaching the youth program at the church that I was attending at the time. And we were discussing how we seek perfectionism and seek trying to be the perfect Christian, but is it actually possible? Do you think that it's possible to be flawless? Well, first of all, let's dive into what it means to be perfect. Now, I talked about this a few weeks ago when I was talking about perfectionism, that we all have a different version of what perfect is. So, if that's the case, then what truly is perfection? Now, if you want to look at that in a Christian or a biblical view, then we could probably all sit and and, and maybe agree upon what we would envision a perfect Christian being. That would be, I think, a little bit easier than perfectionism in a worldly view. So if, according to the Bible, you know, the Lord wants us to be joyful and to be patient and kind and uh, meek, And, you know, there's several scriptures, and we'll go over those in a bit, but there's several scriptures about what God would like us to be. But do you think that he expects us to be perfect? Do you think that he feels that we could? Now, when Jesus was on earth, you have to think about it. He actually was. I mean, he, if when you read the scriptures, you find out that he was tempted and he did not give in to those temptations. He um, went through many things. And of course, we know um, what happened to him on the end. He was betrayed. He was, you know, hung on the cross. He was beat and then hung on the cross and And he died for our sins. So we know he went through a lot while on earth. 
but he was still able to be more perfect than what we could be, right? Of course, he he was human, but he was God as well. So, do you feel that it's possible to be perfect and to be a perfect Christian? And if so, what is that version for you? So, I'm going to give you a little bit of homework on this podcast. I'd like you to sit down and Write down what your version of a perfect Christian is according to your understanding of the Bible and your understanding of of, of God's Word, you know, which is the Bible, God's Word and, and how He feels. Write down what you feel is the description of a perfect Christian. That's part one. You can pause this podcast and do your homework if you would like and then return. But this next part is, let's talk about a scripture that is in the book of Matthew. It's Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. The King James Version says, Be ye therefore perfect. Even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. So, God is the standard at which we base our version of perfection. God is, our Father in heaven is perfect, so we should be perfect. So if you're reading that scripture, that's how it sounds. But we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what Jesus had said at this time before those scriptures. And so we're going to try to dive into it and see if we can gather more information to see what or if God expects perfectionism. So let's dive in. So first of all, this you will find chapter 5 is... From It's the Sermon on the Mount. And if I'm remembering correctly, it's in Capernaum. Jesus was in Capernaum. And there was a gathering of people. And so he went up on the mountaintop or, you know, on the mountain and started speaking. And it says on verse 1, it says, Seeing the crowds, he went on the mountain. And then in verse 2, it says, He opened his mouth and he taught them. So if you read chapter 5, he is, Jesus is speaking, he's teaching, and he's telling the crowd um, different things. And so in the earlier scriptures, he's actually saying things like, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the merciful. Uh, blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. You get down to verse 14, and it's he, Jesus is telling um, his followers that you are the light of the world. Uh, you go on down to verse 19. He's talking about teaching others um, God's way. And verse 21 says, Thou shalt not kill. Verse 22 says, if you are angry with a brother without a cause, you're in danger of judgment. 
you go on down to verse 27, it's thou shalt not commit adultery. It's You go on down to 44, love your enemies, do good to them that hate you, pray for them. Uh, go on down to 48, that's the scripture we're talking about that says to be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. So when you are studying the Bible, you will find that there are translations or there are words that are used in different contexts than what maybe we're used to using that particular word. So words have different meanings, different root words, and, um, you know, and they're derived from other words. So I wanted to look up translation or definitions on a biblical perspective. And so I found in the Baker's Evangelical Dictionary of Biblical Theology, and they define the word perfect as wholeness, soundness, integrity, and ethical and completeness. And one commentary actually describes it this way. We are not to be God's ethical equal, but rather imitators of God. So we are to mimic God's ways. And then if you read in the Strong's Concordance, the word perfect was derived from the Greek term teleos. And the meaning of teleos is complete in all its parts, especially of the completeness of the Christian character. So that's another way to look at it. And of course, you know, there is no complete perfection until we are actually in heaven. So once we reach heaven, you know, we are perfect at that time. There's another scripture I wanted to read. It's Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 33. And it says, God is my strength and power, and he makes my way perfect. So the emphasis being there on he, he's the one that makes our way perfect. So after hearing that little bit about the word uh, perfect, what do you think of the different versions or the different definitions of that word? Do you view a perfect Christian or the term perfect Christian differently? Do you still feel that? We can be perfect. So now, part two of your homework, write down what you feel that a perfect Christian should be. Or write down what you feel like that you should do as a Christian to perfect yourself in integrity and in that ethical wholeness. Or in ways to mimic God and His His ways. So while we are created in the image of God, we are also given that free will, which means that we basically make our own choices. And those choices come with consequences, whether they're good or bad. The Bible is our guidebook. It's a book that's full of God's recommendations on how to live our lives. It's full of wisdom, and there are lots of example stories to base our decisions and our choices on. Now, 
Of course, they're in biblical times, and they may not be exactly like what we are going through. But if you research, you will find stories that will help you see things in different ways and help you make your your choices or make your decisions. So uh, that's one thing that I really enjoy doing. I love to look up stories and and read things, and it does help you to see things differently. So, although not my view on on being perfect is this: we are to use our guidebook or our our Bible. And we are to pray and fast and do our best to lead a good Christian life the best that we can, knowing that we aren't perfect, but we are to try to be our best and try our best to be as close to perfect as we can be. God knows our struggles. He wants us to have freedom. But remember this. Sin can destroy lives. So it's not a lack of perfection that we have, but it's rather a choice of sin, choosing that sin over doing the right thing that brings us away from perfection or pulls us away from making those ethical choices or being whole and complete in godliness. So I hope that you got something out of this this week. And I pray that you have a fantastic week. Until next time. Bye.